0: Hey, hey, it's Kinsey Ray. Welcome to the Happier Days podcast. I specialize in coaching people on how to create a winning mindset and strong habits to become anything they want in life. My goal is to equip you with tools, ideas, resources, and strategies to help you become the next best version of yourself while in pursuit of your goals. If you love this episode, I kindly ask that you leave a five-star review and subscribe. It really helps my message find the people that need it tag me on Instagram with your biggest takeaway. I would love to hear from you. It's at kinseyray.w. That's K-I-N-S-E-Y-R-A-Y.W. Let's dive into the episode. What is going on gang? Happy Saturday. My name is excited to talk about one of the most common questions that I get from parents. I get DMs about this almost daily of what should I do if my kid is struggling with their mental health. And so I want to provide a few tips and things that helped me on my journey to see if it can possibly help you or another parent that you might know have a kid that you know is struggling. So definitely share this because I think this can be valuable tips that any parent can implement. Uh, tag a parent who who you know might need this information or you can privately share it with them. But I know mental health, especially in our youth and teenagers today, it is a huge problem. And I feel like it's only getting worse with social media i think about my own experience with self-harm as a teenager and my challenges with struggling with depression and worthiness and not feeling good enough as i was growing up as a teenager that was so hard without social media right i think we all feel that to some level as you're growing up that you don't fit in that nobody likes you it's awkward puberty hormones emotions like it's a lot to navigate and i think we all feel that to some extent And I didn't have social media growing up, right? Social media wasn't a thing. So now I empathize and I really think about kids today that have to deal with the normal hormones of puberty and natural emotions of being a human. And then they get on these apps where they can just compare themselves to fake realities that are presented to them all day long. They can compare themselves to people on social media and influencers and models and Photoshop and filters and this fake reality to constantly remind them that they aren't good enough. They aren't as beautiful as her. They don't have that many followers. And then you add in internet bullying and the keyboard warriors. It's tough growing up right now. Like, I empathize for teenagers today. I empathize for our youth today. And I'm not surprised mental health in in our youth and teenagers is severely struggling because we are not given the proper tools of how to navigate our emotions in a healthy and positive way. Unfortunately, there's not a class taught in school where it says, hey, you're a human. You are here to experience a wide range of human emotions that is the human experience, which means you're going to experience some good ones and you're going to experience some bad ones and both are okay. Both are part of the experience, but let us give you some tools to help you navigate these negative emotions that you're going to feel at some point, likely multiple times through your human experience so you can navigate them and cope with them in a healthy and positive way. That's not taught. It's not taught. And so so we're left to fend for ourselves to figure it out. And unfortunately, most of us default to negative coping skills. So I want to share with you what helped me as I was navigating my challenges of self-harm and what has still helped me to this day as an adult that deals with depression. And hopefully this can help some parents out there since this is the number one question that I get asked. So first things first, I always recommend to parents who ask me this, go get some professional help, right? I am not a licensed therapist. I'm not a professional. I'm just speaking from personal experience. And I think when you are so far down the rabbit hole of struggling with your mental health and you are struggling with depression or any type of mental health issue or self-harm, whatever it is, I think you need to bring in a professional, I'm so thankful for my parents once once they figured out that I was struggling and we realized that we needed to address what was going on with my mental health and I was in a really dangerous and scary space, that they took me to a professional therapist and allowed me to have that professional help and that outlet. For me at the time when I was 15 years old, the last person I wanted to talk to was my parents. And I think that's true for every teenager, right? We don't want to talk to our parents. Our parents don't know anything. Oh my gosh, mom and dad, leave me alone. You could never possibly understand what I'm going through. Obviously, as you get older and you grow up, you realize your parents are the most amazing humans ever and that they do know what they're talking about and they have experienced a lot of what you have and we lean on them so heavily as adults. At least I do, you know? Growing up, now I have a phenomenal relationship with my parents. But that wasn't the case when I was a teenager. I didn't want anything to do with them. I didn't want them up in my business. I didn't want to talk to them about what was going on. And so I was super thankful to go talk to a therapist because it allowed me to have a third party resource to vent to, to talk about my problems, to have this safe space to say whatever I needed to say. maybe that was stuff about my parents. Maybe it was stuff about my family maybe the stuff about my friends that I didn't feel safe to say those things to anyone that I personally knew because it could get back to my friends, it could get, get back to my parents, could get back to the person I was talking about. So I think professional help is so critical. If your child is really struggling, uh, you know, like I said, whether that's just mental health, thoughts of suicide, self-harm, whatever it may be. I think professional help is such a great tool to teach your child how to talk through their emotions get it out from up here out of their mouth that helps tremendously right and and once again we aren't really taught great communication skills communication has been one of my biggest struggles and something I've had to learn because when I'm feeling depressed and my mental health is struggling and I'm just down in the dumps and just going through it, I clam up. That's like my natural response is to clam up. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to say anything that's going on up here and it just go it just like runs on repeat up here. And I just it it drives me crazy. And so learning how to communicate with someone and get the thoughts that are spinning up here out helped me tremendously. So my first tip and first thing I always tell parents is go go get professional help if you can. Go get them to a therapist. Give them a third party to talk to because like likelihood is your teenager just doesn't want to talk to you, but they need someone to talk to. They need someone to voice how they're feeling and get it out. And even as an adult. Find a safe space you can talk to. Maybe that is a therapist. I think therapy is great as an adult too. Uh, Communicate with your spouse. Like Learn how to get the thoughts up here out of your mouth. And for me, this day and age, that still helps. When Taylor gives me a safe space for me to open up say the yucky thoughts I'm thinking, talk through the feelings that are coming up for me. Just getting it out feels so much better. So that's, that's tip number one. Tip number two that really helped me is learning how to change the conversation inside my head. And this was a self-taught practice. And so I wanted to share with you how you can help your child do this. And I think a really powerful activity that you guys could do together to teach them how to change the conversation going on up in their head. So I used to just think the worst thoughts about myself. I used to just have this negative conversation on repeat up here, telling myself all the terrible things about myself, that I was ugly, I wasn't beautiful, nobody liked me, I didn't have any friends, on and on and on and on and on and on. It was just negative, 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 just toxic thoughts going on up here. And so likely, if your child is struggling with their mental health, The conversation up here probably is not that positive. Obviously, you can't read your kid's mind, you don't know what's going on in their head, but I would bet If they're in a negative mental space, if they're not wanting to live, if they're struggling with self-harm, their conversation up here is probably not positive. So we wanna help them rewrite the conversation up here, rewrite the things that they're thinking about themselves, rewrite the things that they're saying about themselves because I believe the things that we think about ourselves and things we say about ourselves absolutely shape our reality so um, I actually had a friend reach out to me the other day asking this exact question and this was the tip I gave her so I wanted to share it with you guys that obviously it's hard to just rely on your kid to be self-accountable to say okay think positive thoughts think positive thoughts you can do that it's hard it's a practice it's hard to hold yourself accountable on that because it's so much easier to think negative thoughts So what you can help them do is set a time every morning. Maybe you wake up 10 minutes earlier before you go to school. Maybe it's after they get home from school. Set up a time that you two can sit together and do positive affirmations. And I know this sounds really cheesy, but it changed my life, right? Teaching your child the power of positive affirmations or even teaching yourself the power of positive affirmations. If you're on here and you're struggling too, this can be a self practice, or parents can help their kids do this practice, but it's so, so powerful to where you help them write out 10 to 20 positive things that they can say about themselves, and you can do it together, right? Have them look in the mirror, and you guys can say these positive affirmations together. I am smart. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am resilient. I am confident. I'm the best. Whatever it is, and obviously, this isn't going to change their life if they just do it once, but if you can teach them to do this every day and you make this a daily practice, pretty soon they're going to notice it feels a whole lot better for them to say positive things about themselves than negative things. And This was a self-taught thing for me. I, I pretty soon learned that if I can find one thing to compliment myself on, I can find another thing to compliment myself on, and then another thing. And when I started practicing this in my own life, I realized I felt so much better being nice to myself. It made me feel so much better to think positive things about myself than negative things about myself. And I know this sounds so simple like, duh, of course, but we forget this when we're in a season of negativity when you are so far down the rabbit hole of negativity and you're spiraling internally you forget that positivity feels good you forget that thinking positive thoughts and saying positive things brings more positivity into your life we forget this and so showing your child this practice and helping them Create a habit around it, I think can do a lot of good. So try it for 30 days. Say, hey, let's set a goal for 30 days. We're going to say these positive affirmations and remind ourselves how great we are. And I bet you'll feel great doing it too with your kid. So second thing that I personally started doing um, was changing the things that I was listening to. So in that season of life, when I was struggling with self-harm and really struggling with my mental health, I was listening to a lot of really sad music. I was listening to emo music, the Atreyu, the Hawthorne Heights, the Black My Eyes and Slip My Wrist, and songs about suicide and songs that were just sad, I'm so sad, I'm so depressed, the world's terrible, people are cruel to me. I don't know if anyone remembers the emo songs, but I was listening to those on repeat. Okay. No wonder I was so sad because that's what was going in my ears all the time. I'm sad, the world's terrible, there's no point in living. It's just glamorized being sad. Pay attention to what your kid is listening to. Are they watching the news? What are they watching on social media? What type of music are they listening to? Because I guarantee it is affecting what's going on up here. Same to all the adults out there. This is not exclusive to children. If you're constantly listening to the news and listening to negativity and reading negativity, you're going to start feeling really negative. You're going to start looking at the world through a negative lens. Control what you're consuming. Your diet is not just what you eat. It's everything that you consume, and it absolutely affects the way that you feel, the way that you think, and the way that you view yourself and the world. So check in with your kids. See what they're listening to. Once again, it's really hard to expect a teenager or a young kid to self-audit this, right? And say, got to listen to more positive things, and they're going to go, yeah, okay, mom, whatever, uh." help them with this right once again help them create this habit help them create this practice of listening to something positive so it was really interesting to me when i was in this season of my life like i said listening to constant sad emotional depressing music i switched what i was listening to this is when i was introduced to electronic dance music i'm a huge edm fan still to this day and it's okay if that's not your thing but I love it because it puts me in a good mood. It makes me happy. It makes me feel good. And so I discovered EDM music right around the age of 16 and I noticed, hmm, I feel really happy when I listen to this music. I actually kinda wanna like dance a little when I listen to this music. And then it's really interesting when I dance a little and I move a little and I smile a little and I, and I feel good listening to this music, I feel better all around. It makes me just a happier human. And so I changed the music I listened to and ultimately it helped change my state and change the way that I felt on a day-to-day basis. So a way that you can help your kid with this if they're struggling mentally is schedule a dance party. And once again, I know this sounds really cheesy, but this stuff works. This is the stuff that changed my life. It's stuff I still do to this day to make myself feel good. Schedule a morning dance party to start the day before you go to school to start your day on a good foot to have a great day. Once again, you can do this as an adult. Pick some upbeat music, some music that makes you feel good. It doesn't have to be EDM. It can be any band that just is fun, upbeat, happy music, positive lyrics, that's huge. What do the lyrics say, right? Positive lyrics and have a five to 10 minute dance party. Turn on one song before you walk out the door and say, hey okay kids, we're all gonna dance and we're gonna have a great day and we're gonna smile and we're, we're gonna make today a good day. And even If you wake up in the worst mood, I practice this all the time. Even if you wake up in the worst mood, if you allow yourself to dance to one positive song and you just dance like nobody's watching, my dogs think I'm a psycho, my baby thinks I'm a psycho, but I do this. After that song is over, you feel better. Guaranteed. So the next time you're having a poo-poo day, start your day with a dance party. Even if you're having a great day, start your day with a dance party and keep that feel-good energy going all day long. It just puts you in a different state. Why do you think Tony Robbins at his seminars makes people get up and dance and have a crazy party and you're constantly moving, you're clapping your hands, it's upbeat, positive music? Why does he do that? Because it puts you in a different state. It changes your energy. It makes you feel good. It changes your life. So do it. Start your day with a dance party and you can create a practice with this and a daily habit with this with your kids. And what a fun bonding activity to have a quick five-minute dance party to start the day. You could even have a quick five-minute dance party when they get home from school to shake off any maybe negative energy they got at school. And I think this will change a lot for you and it will just teach your kid, Oh my gosh, when I listen to positive, happy music and I dance and I move my body, I feel good. And guess what, when they can learn these practices and you can help them create a habit around this, it's going to help them create that habit on their own, right? So last thing that I want to share with you guys that you can do to help your kid if they're struggling mentally, same with yourself, is pay attention to when they are in a bad mood, when they're having a bad day, when they're struggling with negative emotions, because once again, we're human, We are here to experience emotions on all end of the spectrum, good ones and bad ones. Bad emotions are inevitable during this journey, so pay attention to when they're having a bad day and help them redirect that emotion and process it in a healthy and positive way. So another example I always give parents when they ask me about this, is they say pay attention to when they are having a bad day and you can tell they're in a mood and help them find a positive emotional coping skill to navigate that emotion. And this is gonna be different for everyone. So you're gonna have to play around or maybe you know what makes your kid happy, what activity just brings them joy and help show them that when they're feeling that yucky emotion, Let's go do X to help ourselves feel better. Because self-harm is just a negative emotional coping skill. And self-harm is not just reserved for cutting. Self-harm is violence. It's pulling out your eyelashes. It's pulling out your hair. It is binge eating. It's binge drinking. It's substance abuse. It's alcohol abuse. Self-harm, it shows up in so many different forms that us as adults, we still use them. How many people after a long, hard day at work instantly go turn to alcohol? How many people after when, they, when they're when they having a hard time in life, do they go use substances to make themselves feel better? Or when you're having a bad day, you just binge eat food. Or you binge watch TV to make yourself feel better. But they're all damaging activities they aren't positive activities they don't make you better they might make you feel better in the moment but you end up feeling crappier afterwards like oh my gosh I can't believe I just ate that whole bag of Oreos I'm so stupid that is a negative emotional coping skill or you go drink a whole bottle of wine after a long day the next morning you have anxiety and you feel terrible about it that's a negative emotional coping skill And so if we don't teach our kids these positive emotional coping skills while they're young, they are going to find a coping skill. And like I said, most of us default to a negative one and they're going to have to figure it out as they get older. So we need to teach kids positive coping skills when they're young because negative emotions are a lifelong thing. And whatever you pick your thing to be will become your habit. That every time that you have a negative emotional, uh, negative emotion experience, you're going to default to that habit. You're going to default to that habit. You're going to default to that habit and you're going to have to rewrite that habit and change it. And it's a lot harder to change a negative habit. Not impossible, but it's hard. If anyone's overcome addiction, it's hard to change a negative habit. Right, it's not impossible, but if we can just start with the good ones and teach them positive emotional coping skills from the get-go, well great, they can have that tool for the rest of their life as they have to navigate negative emotions. Does that make sense? So for example, when you notice your kid is having a hard day, you can say, hey, let's go for a walk. Hey, let's go jump on the trampoline. Hey, let's journal or draw or teach them to punch a pillow or scream into a pillow, release that emotion in a healthy way. Just like if you have a bad day and you go to the gym because you know that'll make you feel better, awesome. That's a healthy, positive emotional coping skill. So find what brings your child joy. Find what helps them feel happy. And it could be a dance party. That could be the the new habit they create that when they're having a bad day, they're just going to go turn on some loud music, dance like nobody's watching to shake off the emotion and move through it. So negative emotions aren't bad. Negative emotions are not the enemy. It's how we deal with them and how we cope with them that is the enemy, that is the problem. So if we can create these positive habits and these positive coping skills with our children, they're going to have those success tools for the rest of their life. Because it's not a matter of if they're going to have a hard experience. It's not a matter of if they're going to experience negative emotions. It's just a matter of when. And you want them to have all the tools in their tool belt to navigate those negative emotions in a healthy way. And I'm so thankful I went to work on this on my own as a teenager. Nobody taught me this. I taught myself this. And I don't expect everyone to know how to teach themselves this. So it's up to us as parents to teach our kids this. But I'm so thankful I taught myself this because... Life is still hard. Life still has its hard seasons, and I'm so proud of myself now when I experience these negative emotions, I don't turn to substances. I don't turn to cutting. I don't turn to laying in my bed and not talking to the world for days. I turn to the healthy, positive, emotional coping skills. I turn to going for a walk outside. I turn to dance parties. I turn to journaling. I turn to putting my feet in the grass. And these are healthy, positive things that I can do to make myself feel better and work through negative emotions in a positive way. And all of us have that power. So whether you're a a parent who has a kid that's struggling, whether you're personally struggling as just yourself, You can use any of these tips to to help retrain yourself of how to navigate negative emotions in a healthy way. So I hope this was helpful. This is a super common question I get asked from parents. So definitely feel free to share this. You can share this privately with someone. You can tag someone who needs to see this, but I hope that we can start teaching our kids healthy habits and positive emotional coping skills to navigate very real human emotions that we all will deal with on a day-to-day basis for the rest of our lives. So we gotta teach the Correct tools to help everyone just feel better mentally and, and realize that negative emotions are not the enemy. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your Saturday and we will chat soon. If you're not following me yet, definitely hit follow, shoot me a message. I'd love to get to know you and hear how I can best support you on your journey. So I'll talk to you guys soon.